Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your host, <laughs> Jake Watson. Even though Sam's saying that. It's your yes. host over there. Hey, hey, guys, what's going on? Back at the table at the Corridor Cast, we've got Sam, we've got Nico, we've got Ren, and we've got a great episode just for you. So thanks for joining, and thank you to today's sponsor, Storyblocks, for sponsoring this video. More on them later, but all you need to know for now is they're a members-only website that is your one-stop shop for all of your stock photo needs. Yeah. I use them for videos, like, legitimately. Yeah. Ryan right. uses it all the time. And uh, uh, what is? The and that's why I they're the them. sponsor. But this isn't the mm. sponsored segment, so. <laughs> so more on <laughs> that later. On. Okay, bye. <laughs> um, all right, guys, what's been going on this week? A lot going on? Lots of stuff's been going on. We've been working on this deep fake Keanu Reeves video. Mm. Um, that's been pretty cool. By the way, did you guys see not that first clip from The Shining with Jim Carrey, but the second one I that he seen put the up yesterday? One, no. With Jim Carrey? Yeah, so uh, his name's Control Shift Face, um, and he's been doing deep fakes, and of everybody out there, he's kind of turned it more into an art form than anybody else has because he picks things that just make sense when he swap identities. Like, he, for example, in the, the movie The Last Action Hero, there's a scene where they go into Blockbuster and the kid's trying to convince Arnold Schwarzenegger that he's an actor. And he's like, yeah, right. He's like, look, look, look. He's like, hey, where's the like, where's your action films? And she's like, over there. And he goes, he's like, oh, perfect. Let's go look at Terminator. And they pull it over and they look at this big cardboard cutout and it's Sylvester Stallone as the Terminator. So then the guy goes and he does a scene from the Terminator with Sylvester Stallone to show you what it would have been like in that world. So that's what he's been doing is he's been like finding these moments in movies where it makes sense to swap identities. For example, also Fight Club, when Edward Norton is talking to Brad Pitt, he has parts where Edward Norton and Brad Pitt's face morph back and forth. Oh, um, I haven't seen that one. Yeah, but he just recently did a scene from The Shining. Most people saw the first one where it's just Jim yeah, Carrey as up. Jack Nicholson typing. But they had a new one where it's like a six-minute long scene, and it's the baseball bat scene where... Uh, you know, Jack Nicholson's like walking around talking to Shelley Duvall and she's starting to freak out more and more and more. And eventually she hits him with a baseball bat and he falls down the stairs. Right. And it is incredible. Oh, First wow. off, the scene's amazing. Like, it's just, the, I need to watch the whole movie. I've only seen it in parts. But like, same. It's, man, it's like seeing Jim Carrey as Jack Nicholson just makes you really want to watch the whole movie with Jim Carrey as Jack Nicholson. Yeah. Did, if they remake it, did he, he do the voice as well? No, it's Jack Nicholson's voice. Yeah. Okay. Um, do we have internet? Christian, do we have internet? We don't have internet. Guys, they're fixing the internet outside of the building today. I lied. They're not actually doing fixing Apparently the internet. Apparently they Nobody's needed there. to reconstruct Nico, so you've part of the city. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nico, so you've actually been talking with that guy. Yeah, because we've been working on our own Keanu Reeves uh, deepfake idea. That's been, uh, it's been coming along really nicely. But there's like, there's so many ways you can make a deepfake. By the way, look at this, guys. Wow. 
Yeah, it looks super perfect. good. Show it to the camera. It's perfect. Show it to the camera. That one. Wait, the internet's back? Yep. Yeah, this is a good clip for us to actually uh, screen cap. Yeah, it's control shift face. If, uh, we're able to actually pull up a jump this, to uh, four minutes from this distance. It Here we go. It's, like it's coming up right now. Yeah, it's coming I, up I, right now. Couldn't quite see it. So how long has this guy good. been doing this? Um, he's been doing it for about as long as we have, which is say like four weeks. Four weeks. No, he's been doing it longer than that. <laughs> yeah, I thought no, he's been doing really? it longer than mm-hmm. that. No, he's only been doing it for about his, his channel's like a month and a half old. Yeah. Wow. Dang. Well, I still feel like his channel is kind of like the name in the game for for deep fakes. Yeah, look how good that looks. It's nuts. And like there's a little bit of Jack Nicholson in that face. Yeah. But it's also Jim Carrey's face. So is this a face swap because it's a little less faithful <laughs> but very realistic, Nico? Well, one thing I've learned is there's a lot of different techniques you can do, and one of the techniques give you gives you a very realistic face like what you're seeing here. But it's not as faithful to the face that you're putting on there. It recreates a face in general really well and makes that face look real. <laughs> like you can see Jim Carrey's like yeah. Ace Ventura coming through right there. But it, but it's why it still kind of looks like Jack Nicholson, even though you're like, well, that's yeah. uh, Jim Carrey. This is such a good yeah. scene. It's an amazing scene. Well, like the way it handles the light on the face. Yeah. And, and like that, that's the best part. But you're right. I see what you're saying. It's like not quite as faithful as it could be, but... It makes concessions in order to make it more photoreal with the scene. And I feel like yeah. at the end of the day, it makes a more uh, a better, like a better shot, right? It's because it's like you have a better emotional reaction when the face looks more realistic, yeah. even if it's not entirely Jim Carrey. You can still see that you're looking at Jim Carrey, Dude, and so your right your brain here. just kind of accepts it. Mm. Sick stairfall. You stunt stuntmen react. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so. I gotta admit the 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 face looks a little bit better than what we've been done so far. Mm-hmm. But we could, you know, it's like we're we're jockeying for best deep fakes on the internet right now. Yeah, yeah. And definitely. So what are we gonna do with this Keanu one next week? Oh. Well, the technique that I'm using for the Keanu one, I've actually trained two models: one that's more faithful to Keanu's face, and one that's more realistic to just looking like a face in general. It mm. still looks like Keanu, but not as much. Like, sometimes it just looks like a guy that looks like Keanu. It doesn't <laughs> actually look like Keanu. Okay. Um, but that lets me have both what, you know, the technique that you saw there for Jack Nicholson. I can do that technique for some shots that require it to be real, and then I can go with the other technique that for some shots that require it to look like Keanu, mm. and then just balance the two. But it's been really fascinating. I've been learning actually a ton about artificial intelligence this past week. What have you learned? Well, um... There's a lot of crazy stuff out there. <laughs> um, I've learned that it's like all powerful and it's going to fix all our problems and it's the end of the world. <laughs> because all the problems will be fixed. Don't tell Jake. He'll get mad again. <laughs> no, yeah. all the problems will be fixed and then we'll all just kind of like in problems sit down in our government? and have tea. Like that. <laughs> all right. So like world problems? Here's what I've learned is that it basically started with GPUs becoming more and more powerful and more and more prevalent because CPUs aren't very good at doing like gigantic number crunches. They're good for like following instructions. Mm-hmm. But when you just have like a wash of like a trillion numbers and you need to like multiply them all by 5.6 and like a GPU is better at that than a CPU. Mm-hmm. A GPU is basically a lot of tiny CPUs packed onto one big card. A GPU is literally another computer with a motherboard, RAM, processors, all that stuff. It is? <laughs> basically yeah yeah Yeah. and it's like instead of like if you're lucky you have like eight or twelve processors in your regular computer a gpu will have like two or three thousand processors and each processor is kind of dumb 
But when you have thousands of them each doing a dumb task, you can do that task really, really quickly. Yeah. Oh, I always thought it was just kind of like another like component. A, I guess like I factory. never really knew what it did. Man. Yeah. I mean, it is another component, but it's like a like a it's like a Russian doll, like subset of components. Yeah, but I always like to imagine that you literally are just buy, you literally are buying a tinier computer that goes in your computer just for the purpose of processing. So graphics. is it only called a graphics? processor because it was originally intended to render graphics yeah because the calculations you're doing for graphics are just like a lot of vector math and other types of basic math okay and that's what the gpu is really good at just okay. do, look at it doing lots of math um but yeah like i said it's literally a motherboard with processors on it and ram that just goes into your computer so it's another little tinier just another little guy computer <laughs> ren's got four of them in there yeah <laughs> his computer I, I no longer have the most powerful computer either for yeah. better or worse though it's a for, you gotta oh, give a blue screen, baby. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> Keeps I, I, birthing I, I, blue screens. It's weird. I go through bouts where I have that problem a lot for like a couple days, and then I'll go like two or three weeks without a single issue. Maybe it's, it's the really humidity. Bizarre. Yeah, maybe it's, it's, the it's a motherboard problem. We've been able to narrow it down to like my motherboard. Mm. Crazy, but um, yeah. But anyway, so with with artificial intelligence, basically, it, so it started. Machine learning is basically the, the thing that was like the turning point here, and machine learning is basically where you make a couple different types of programs. You make a program that makes programs and it just like kind of randomly program mutates programs. <laughs> kind of randomly mutates those little programs. You make another program that then grades those programs. Okay. So you set those little programs to tasks. They do a a job and then they go past that little like teacher program that's going to be like okay, A+, plus, B-, minus, F, B+, plus, A+, plus, and like and it basically grades them and the ones that do really well, it takes those back in and when okay, this is how we built those. Let's now make those the new blueprint for our new little programs we're going to make. And we'll once again do little alterations. And it keeps doing that over and over and over. And little by little creates a, a world of little programs Eight that plus work plus together. Programs. There's, there's <laughs> an awesome video job. from Mark Rober that he just put out like a week ago that really simplifies and explains what machine learning is. Because yeah. he made him and uh, this other guy named Jabril made this app on how to basically guess. Uh, have you guys seen this video? Mm-hmm. Uh, he made an app on how to guess uh, baseball signs. You know, like, there's a guy telling uh, okay, yeah, the other yeah. guy to, like, steal bases, but they do, like, all these complicated maneuvers yeah, and they just to try to, like, disguise which series of, uh... It's always this like, one. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> like, like here's the here's the first one, and the next one will be, like, whether or not you should go for it. And uh, they're able to make this app that was able to decode even the most complicated base signs Hmm. And or stealing signs. That's super cool. I yeah. gotta watch that. It, it, and it works. Baseball. Like, and it's just Mark just being all excited. Like, oh my god, my app works. He's like watching the guy. He's like plugs in the uh, the signs that he did, and then after doing it like three or four times, the app learns mm-hmm. what uh, moves are the right moves this to indicate actually, a steal. That could actually be really valuable to a baseball organization. Yeah, like <laughs> the video goes over that. Wow. <laughs> wow. But basically, as long as you can have what's called, like, your ground truth, you're like, this is what your answer should look like, mm-hmm. and you can give that to the computer and give it the thing that has to practice, and as long as you can go back and compare it to something, it can basically work on getting there and making it look good. Um, so you can kind of train a computer to do almost anything as long as you have these inputs and outputs for it to look at, and, of course, plenty of processing time. Um So there's all this crazy stuff, like, NVIDIA has an algorithm out where basically you can just, like, paint like colored areas mm. and then oh, like like this yeah. is a car this is a tree this is a road it goes okay i know what cars and trees and roads look like and then it draws it christian when you type in pix number two pix and is this video. the one where it looks like it's ms paint and he like draws a line and fills the bottom half with brown and the top half with blue and then he like draws another line and makes that like <laughs> like green yes. or something like that yeah and then all of a that. sudden 
you're looking at this really beautiful landscape of mountains mm-hmm. across yeah, the lake. Completely AI rendered. Yeah, it's all yeah. just yeah. generated well, on it, the spot. It, it looks like you, someone's nephew. Someone's nephew just completed their first like, like. Oh, dude, this uh, is Photoshop tutorial. That's like the end result, in my opinion. This is like Look minimalist. At that. Except for art. that one, it did that. I've, I've it never did seen that. this. I haven't seen this thing. No. <laughs> yes. Wait, 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 wait. Go back. <laughs> Sorry, go back. So, wait, the, the, the image on the top. The the artist that was human generated. That was human generated. Well, go to the one that you can actually do. The depth. this was human generated, and then they put it against a process, a machine learning well, process. That actually, the one on the top might not have been human generated. It might have been somebody just drawing over a photo, labeling spots, and be like, "Okay, here's where cars are, here's where lampposts are." But just watch for a second; you'll see what happens. So, regardless of whether or not the top is human generated, uh-huh. it's basically the colors designate areas, and now okay. they're changing the car type, they'll change the road type, they'll change the tree type. It's insane oh my well, god have you seen the interactive version of this yeah. that they have the lowers yeah mm-hmm. i feel like that one is like the little like is a, a maybe even a better example of kind of what this is but a lot of the people like you know people working on this are now having to like struggle and come to terms with like what they're working on because you're eventually you're essentially inventing processes that can like well here i'll give you an example so this thing right here you designate yeah. a part of the image and then the uh, the algorithm fills it in with its knowledge of of life. Like it's kind of like having a really good painter, where you're like, here, I'm gonna block out a picture. There should be a person here, a hill here, and a, a stream here. And they go, okay, and they know how to paint a person. They know how to paint a now mountain. They know how to paint a stream. A face. So just yeah. just for people who are listening only, uh, basically we have an MS Paint equivalent where <laughs> there's just a two tone, you know, three tone. Uh, rendering of like a street where the sky is blue and the ground is green and there's some cars that are purple and the uh machine learning has taken that uh, taken that and created a full detail picture with all the shading and the lighting and the uh different types of color textures that you would find in a regular photo yeah now it's doing it with faces yeah the computer's basically just taking like somebody's sketch and drawing it into an actual picture, much like how an artist could take somebody's outline and then paint in with like oil paintings, like a very photoreal person. Well, there's that place. thing that blew up Crazy. a few months ago of like all you had to do was draw like a stick figure of a cat, and it would automatically create this rendering of a cat for you, like that resembled your weird stick figure. <sighs> yeah, and yeah. it was like kind of weird because it was like obviously weird and disfigured, but also still kind of photorealistic. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to give you guys an example of something I heard about that yeah. was. Uh, that uses this in a way that could be considered malicious. And this is, like I said, this is one of the problems as people open this. It's not really a Pandora's box because I don't consider it an, a, a really a negative thing, but this power, right? This power to just generate anything. Um, somebody took this algorithm, which is open source. Anybody can grab that. And they're like, okay, well, I'll just make another algorithm here that can recognize clothing. And then it knows how to fill things in. So I'll just have it fill in the nude body under clothing. And it's literally an algorithm where you can give it a picture of a person and it will make that person naked. <laughs> Whoa, of course had, somebody thought of that first. I hadn't, I hadn't heard of that. What? <laughs> yes, it's literally the same things what you see there where you just draw on the road and it draws a road or you draw on the eye, it draws an eye. It's like draw in the shape of the person and it draws them you gotta, naked. You got to love humanity. It's like let's take this really complex work of, work of like machine and human like capability that's like the epitome of what we can do graphically right now and someone makes nudies out of it yeah <laughs> yeah man when you have Good. millions and millions of just identities awash on the internet now like the concept of human identity is no longer like this sacred thing it's just you're another like it or not you're no, another just number it's among right. billions it's another dweeb yeah yeah and yeah to a computer you're just a 
point in the data set. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Wow. I know. Yeah. Well, it, it makes you think also, too. It's like, what's the value of, like, information at this point when it's, like, imagery and things like this, like, is data from everyone, everyone's social media accounts and stuff like that all converging into one thing. It's like what we do on YouTube. It's like, how is one second of our video different than like one second of someone else's like home videos? Like there's more value to this data or is this all just like a big wash of just like effectively equal numbers that programs like this can now start to absorb. Here's yeah. the value. Will it make you buy something? The end. <laughs> Yeah, dang, Rand, dang, ice cold, dude. Rip, rip free will. You know, I think we're seeing a big backlash though to algorithms in certain ways, mainly in recommendation algorithms. I think for the longest time, people were kind of just putting up with the recommendation al- algorithms, and it's gotten to the point where the com- companies that make those have forced them upon us so much. Repeat, like, but the recommendation algorithms haven't gotten better; they're still crappy. Wait, what recommendations are you talking about? All of them. No, like specifically. Okay, I'm talking about YouTube's recommendation algorithm. I'm also talking about Netflix's recommendation algorithm. Okay. Talking about Spotify's recommendation al- algorithm. Now, Spotify okay. does have some winners once in a while. They all have winners once in a while. They like they're not completely dysfunctional. But, but you're we, talking about content. Yeah, exactly. Like content that they think you might enjoy to consume. Right, and you're but, not talking like advertising not advertising okay content they think you might enjoy watching really content that keeps you on their site longer that but, way they can advertise <laughs> that way they can advertise to you which yeah. is actually kind of where the problem comes from because like all these algorithms have ulterior motives that and the motives aren't give you your best videos that you want to watch right like that's not what these algorithms are motivated to do and so for the longest time we're like we're putting up with annoyance for the sake of our entertainment and like you're seeing a huge rise now in like channels that just curate stuff like human beings that are putting in the freaking time to browse other people's art follow people that make good stuff and then pick out good things and and just curate them and like there's all these issues like people are making millions literally just taking other people's stuff and like reacting yeah, to meme it. channels yeah exactly ricky, yeah. ricky used a term for reacting. the other day yeah. um oh, what did he say what did he call feature it? feature channels feature channels yeah that's what they call it in the ad world oh is that a feature channel yeah they feature other people's work well, yeah, yeah. What, yeah. What, yeah, what what a disgusting format reacting to <laughs> the work of other people. I know, Ugh, I know. How we're doing despicable. It. Know. Yeah, you're just taking yeah, go make something yourself. No, we are adding I mean, okay, obviously I'm being a little uh facetious here because we do the VFX React series and we enjoy it. We think it's good content because mm-hmm. we're adding a new perspective and new information that everyone else doesn't might well, not know. Yeah. Because there is the shared experience of what we are reacting to. The idea is that They've already seen what we're reacting to. You know, mm. they've already seen those movies, uh, right. and it's they like want to know our opinion on it. It's like having a magician come into your house and and give you a magic show for an hour or for fifteen minutes and be like, "Hey," but it's with yeah. it's with anything. You know, it's like you see that over there. Let me do that with it. But you didn't know that about it. You mm-hmm. know, it's like that's the experience that at least I get being a non VFX artist, hearing you guys talk about the yeah stuff in the videos. And I wouldn't exactly like. Truthfully, they're not really React videos. Like we're not yeah, reacting. Like the only reason why we're using the word React is because that's like, that's the the clickbait name. Like yeah, that's I heard just... it here first, everybody. <laughs> well, that's like this. It's the name of the game. It's like that's that's what I mean. It's the easiest way to communicate roughly what's going to happen to somebody else who's never seen one before. Mm-hmm. In reality, what they are is they're breakdown videos. We're going to break down how the effects yeah. are done. Yeah, but no one wants to see a breakdown video <laughs> because you associate that with being boring. <laughs> yeah, that's you true. Know? That's very true. And I guess we do have some funny reactions. But, uh, yeah, you know, like we're seeing this huge rise of curating, like, being a thing. And, like, it's honestly in every meeting we have with YouTube for the longest time that's been, like, the one thing I recommend with them. It's either, A, expose the algorithm to the user so the user can 
for example, go like, you know what, today I want to see some cool music videos. I never watch music videos, but I know there's cool ones. Let me give you some inputs of music videos I like, and you spit back some video- music videos you think I like based on that input, a.k.a. let me play with the algorithm. Yeah. But there's no way to do that. There's no way for me to be like, I could go for some cool music videos. Or you're like, you know what, I just saw a video about carpentry. I wonder if there's some cool carpentry videos out there, but it's like, I don't watch videos about carpentry, so I don't ever get recommended. How do you know what channels are legitimate? How do you know? Yeah, instead, you put an hour's worth of time into searching for these videos, and then YouTube thinks that your new obsession for the rest of the month is carpentry videos (laughs) and music videos. I know. I'm starting to use incognito mode frequently for almost everything, Um, whether it's just like casual, like Google searches, or even now for YouTube. I actually have like two sub accounts like, mm-hmm. that are attached to my email so like each time i pull up like uh kids videos for my son oh i always call. swap over to that one first before <laughs> yeah. i type yeah. sesame street oh god you know? yeah yeah no I, <laughs> and, I and it's just like it's just like you gotta i don't know it would be great if there was if they recognize <laughs> yeah. that you have to do this now you, you want to leave those cookies in the cookie jar <laughs> yeah i know i'm not eating them cookies <laughs> Yeah, actually, um, so Valve, <laughs> Valve announced this week um, that uh, they were they're introducing this part of their service called Steam Labs. Wait, hold up. Um, yeah, this is going to allow. Hell? Yeah, this is going to allow what users to uh, do the work test, for the QA team. Te- yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, to test out different Dude. work in progress projects. S- One take. of those things being um, a recommended feed. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- one of the first three things that they're experimenting with is a uh, is experiments using machine learning to recommend new games based upon what you've previously played, and they're going to let Steam users um, basically contribute back what they think the recommended feed should do. Hmm, interesting. Part of me feels like, hey, you know what, Steam? You guys make like billions upon billions of dollars. Maybe you guys should just like pay some people to do that so i don't have to do it for you for free so you can make more money this is like this is like the this is but why would they do that when they can do it for free i know right i know which which many people are oh exclusive stuff but this is like the uh uh, unashamed version of like the youtube algorithm where it's like they are literally selling a product and they literally want you to help them make their algorithms to sell you products better but this, and they're and they're open about it this would be a chance for people to go hey i haven't played uh logic games before or i haven't sure. played like first person shooters show me a bunch of the good ones yeah this would be a chance for people to do that here yeah that's true so i used to be really against uh like targeted ads for instance like mm-hmm. on, on like platforms or whatever i was like i don't want them like learn about my habits and and like and i still like agree with that mindset however like instagram's been really good lately for finding like things that i actually want to buy and serving them to me as ads like uh, there's this one random thing i don't even really know why it served it to me but it was like this you know those little like pin things where you have like a like a grid of like a million pins and you put it on yeah. your face and it, oh, imagine those, that yeah. but it's just 2d and it's for like putting it into like complicated corners oh. and it makes an outline of that that you can put on like a piece of wood or cardboard draw the outline of that and now you have a perfect cutout to go into that corner hmm. i have zero need for this but oh my god did i want it <laughs> i wanted that badly that sounds super cool and like they, they have like these tiny cool. little like yellow yeah. frisbees that are this big that you put in your pocket that are like actual good frisbees that you can really? like throw like a couple hundred yards wow or a couple hundred feet i don't know a couple far. hundred yards would be impressive yeah that, that's i don't i don't know about that that's two football fields <laughs> yeah. that's ridiculous uh <laughs> so part so then I, I take a step back and i'm like well okay if that is the result of of like you know the sort of 
the targeted sort of tracking of my habits, like, is it really that bad? Well, I guess well, that is the, it's that only is bad the if, until it's good. Yeah. That is the intention, <laughs> right? Is like it That's what they say, better. but I always thought, like, oh, you're just, you're just saying that. That's the end goal, but now it's actually getting to that end goal. So I don't know. Yeah. I mean, this has always been the catch-22 with ads. Yeah. Is is well all we really want to do is sell you things that you want. <laughs> exactly. Right? That's what every but that's what every salesman. Like, why says. do you have to be so mean? <laughs> yeah. But we're just trying to make your life easier. It 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 is a it is a catch twenty two. That that kind of brings us to our next topic, guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um Ooh. so uh this is the catch twenty two. This is it right here. It's happening before us. Um Google Voice, right? Google Home. So this we're all familiar with Google Voice and, and Google Home. And, now, Alexa, play <laughs> Despacito. Mar- <laughs> Alexa, play Despacito. Alexa, volume 10. So there <laughs> is there is some information that came out uh, that reveals a little bit more about how these Google Home and Google Voice devices may be listening to you a little bit more than you think. Okay, um, so okay that, Google, yeah. turn off all the lights. <laughs> <laughs> We're just let me, to like let me explain how this it. came out. Let me explain how this came out. So <laughs> Google, uh, in an effort to improve their service, uh, they hire language expert contractors to review um, tiny snippets of, oh, of, wait. of home I've and heard of this, uh, yeah. Google Assistant recordings to better understand different variations in language. Yeah, to okay. actually like identify the, the yeah, words being used. Exactly. So um, turns out that one of these contractors was keeping all this stuff, all this all these recordings that they received and then also somehow getting more. And then they leaked it all to a Belgian public TV network. And in these recordings was things that were not should not have been recorded as in they were not recorded after the wake word was was said or activated. Uh, things like business calls, private conversations. Wait, Sam, before you say it's not a big deal, let me uh, bedroom conversations, even domestic violence situations, guys. So here's the thing. The Google Home privacy policy says that data only leaves the device and goes to be recorded when the wake word is detected. Mm -hmm. Now, having all of these recordings that aren't part of that clearly indicates that, that this is not always the case and that it's recording far more Weren't those what people a- accidental think. wake words though? Like, weren't they like accidentally triggered? Like, obviously, no one actually said the wake word, but the it, device thought it heard it, and so it just possible. started recording. It can go. But if you, but <laughs> let me pose it to you this way: like, realistically, if you were Google, yeah, and you could easily just turn around and say, "Oh, that was an accident. The AI must have misunderstood you." We recorded a bunch more than we should have, which allowed us to record a bunch more about you, which allowed us to serve you way more ads, which allowed us to sell more, which allowed us to... I'm extremely skeptical that they just recorded just because they... like. Yeah, I'm just very skeptical. I knowing how good journalism is, aka how bad journalism is, like (laughs) knowing that the Spanish news media thought our Boston Dynamics robot video was real. And mm-hmm. said as much in their like prime time show. Wait, they did? I thought they were just talking about the viral video. Telemundo. The first time it like they reported on it, they thought it was real. Hundred percent. Oh my god, I didn't realize like, that. So I I don't know if Belgium's any better, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just I very much doubt that any journalist gives any crap whether or not this is actually 
like illicit recording or if this is just makes her story better to call it illicit recording when in reality somebody could have said hey google and then like it's Forgot listening it. and like then like they keep talking so it keeps listening but it's waiting for like a command that it can right. understand or you know somebody's yeah, doing something up with like long recordings okay, so that's, that yeah. that's the like the that's recording. the like probable but here's the other thing more likely. i think what you're getting at is the fact that like there is zero regulatory oversight this on is, these companies yes. so it's like the only thing we have to trust when they say that you know oh they're not recording anything else is just their word and well, obviously they have incentive to no no you can easily just monitor your network traffic okay I mean, I'm just saying, it's like, yeah, okay, so you can figure that out on your own, but nonetheless, they, like... Nico, no average person is going to do that. No, they, but... If they figure out some sort of way... Even if you're not an average person, you can still set it up and just do a little test by yourself. That's that's very yeah. true. You can just... You can very easily monitor. If, if, you, if you wanted to verify whether this article was true or not, we could spend a day tomorrow, and we could um, make a whole video about it and figure it out within a day of work. Okay, let me... I, 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 yeah, that's not really the point I was making, sure. though. It's like, I, th- I agree with you. I, th- I think, because uh, it's like, you can definitely measure. This is something that is actually uh, explicit and substantial. Like, you can measure whether or not it's recording you. But, you know, engineers who work at these companies are very smart and can find ways around that. Maybe, like, recording stuff, but only send it out at the next time, uh, you know, you say, hey, Google, or whatever. It's like, my point is, there is no oversight. They could do whatever they want. True, mm-hmm. but they've also actually torn apart the hardware, and like you can see how it's wired. Like you, you know, for example, to record something and store it requires you to have some sort of memory solution to do so. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can look at the hardware structure and see if that exists. And they people have they've taken these things apart and looked at how they're wired. They don't up. they don't store it on the device, right? There it's, isn't a way to store it on the device. Yeah, yeah. For the record, I do agree with you. I'm kind of just playing devil's advocate because it was the same thing that happened with. Uh, you know, people are like, oh, my phone's listening to me because I was talking about jet skis and now I'm getting jet ski ads on Facebook. <laughs> Facebook's listening to it's me like, through no, my phone. no, Ren, you were drunk and it was midnight and you wanted a jet ski and you totally <laughs> okay, forgot. For real? How did you know? <laughs> bringing, that up, bringing that up, I brought I brought home those Raycon headphones uh-huh. to, and, I, and, and Wendy was like, what are these? And da, 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 da. Had not t- touched them. Okay, we had moved all we all we done was talk about them, <laughs> and then they and then she went on to her phone, and guess what? She got served a Raycon ad. Oh, it's I mean, yeah, it's well, no, like like how do you explain that? See, I'll it's, it's I'll, hard I can to tell you. It. I'll tell you how. I'll, I'll explain that for you. Okay, explain that. We just did a sponsored segment with them. Uh huh. Right now, they're spending money on advertisements, and usually when you do that, you kind of cover a, you cast a wide net. Right, so, so it's they, coincidence they, is what so you're it's saying. To, it's total coincidence I mean, because they're spending no, money on advertisements right now. Here's exactly how it happened. You have emails the word Raycon in them. They are assigned to your IP address where your phone is pulling that data from. Oh, snap. And they're just no, serving yeah, the Raycon right. ads to actually, that IP actually, address. And that's, that's the other thing I was going to say. Yep. Yep. Which, is, which, is, which is, by the way, if you have a Gmail account, like, you can feels pretty safe that whatever Google Home device you have in your house is doing like maybe 0.1% of the damage that your Gmail address is doing. <laughs> yes, in, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Like yeah. that's way more in- personal information than just like <laughs> I don't read aloud my tax returns in my living room, <laughs> but I do store them on like an email account. So <laughs> I have a friend who uh, works at Google in the like the um, the analyzing the market, the the area that kind of figures out whether or not you saw an ad, how many times you saw an ad for, like, say, a movie trailer, uh, and whether or not you went and actually saw that movie. And you can do all these different things to try to hide the fact of whether you saw the movie or not. 
and it will know. Go Google knows. You know what else people should know, Ren? That this video is brought to you by Storyblocks. <laughs> oh! oh! <laughs> That's right. Another thing you should know about is today's sponsor, Storyblocks. Now, if you are a video creator or a content creator of any kind, Storyblocks is a members-only one-stop shop for all of your stock video needs. Now, Storyblocks offers video clips, B-roll, After Effects templates, motion backgrounds from a global marketplace all over the world, and all of their assets are high-quality, 4K studio quality, so you're never going to have to worry about whether they're too expensive or whether they're low quality, and the best part is they offer unlimited downloads, meaning that you can use Storybox as much and as often as you want while you are a member. If you decide you don't want to be a member anymore, guess what? All the stuff you used, all the stuff you downloaded, it's all good to go. It's all royalty free. Isn't that great? We use it all the time over here at Corridor Digital. We use it on Corridor videos. We use it on Corridor crew videos. Heck, you might even see some shots right here in the Corridor cast. So if you guys are ever interested in a great place to get Stock footage, consider Storyblocks. Just go to storyblocks.com slash cast or click the link in the description of this video and you'll be well on your way. All right, back to the cast. Let's do this. And we're back and soaking. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm legit. You like, guys don't I'm, know I'm what wet. we have to go through to record I got, these podcasts. I'm, I'm, I'm permanently... There's no air conditioning in here. There's going to be like those We salty. close the door and there's five dudes Here's in here. Here's the thing. It's very beautiful. Real hot. That's it's not going to tell you the temperature inside here. You but it is, it is hot outside. Phone, it's like it's like almost ninety degrees up. <laughs> Siri, hey, Siri is what's the, the temperature that's not going to tell me the temperature inside here? Hey, it's Siri. not even recording. All right, what's um, the temperature, temperature in this room? Do you guys want to solve the problem with Google Assistant, or do you want to move on to solving? No, oh my God, no, I want to keep talking about the. I asked it heat. a basic question, and then I filled in the rest of the words with your voice. Oh my God! Hey Siri, what's the temperature in here? I need a, I need a, a smart thermometer. Man. Yeah, it's yeah, it's gonna look. Is there a thermometer in here? No. So you guys aren't concerned at all that that Google Assistant is is used, what could be considered nefariously. I, I don't think it was used nefariously. Well, if you're the president of the United States, states, you're not gonna have one in the Oval Office, and if you are, you're a pretty stupid president. You're pretty dumb. Would, so if you are you the president of the United States, it's, let's just pose a hypothetical. You're the president of the United States. You find out about this. Do you call? The head of Google and say, "Hey, what's going on here? Give me the give me the truth. Give Yo, me the what deets. up, my boy Sanjay? No, I, yeah, what up, Sanjay? <laughs> give me the deets. Would you do that? Would you be at least concerned enough to do that? Yeah. And then they'd send some like idiot to testify, and then like we get no information. Sam knows what's up. Wow, my vote's for you, Sam. Is that how you guys want the world to be, though? No, I mean for the fact no, they no, don't I mean, send I'm some idiot. I, they send the CEO of the entire company. So or some lawyer if you're Facebook. No, for Google too. I know. Like but, Google just went through this, and that was the word. Like the the senators grilling them were like, "So what about like how you know what my iPhone's doing?" It's like we don't make iPhones. How sorry, do you sir. do it? Right, so this brings up. I know, right? I know. That's the my, issue. This anyway. brings up. This brings up that issue, which is even if, um, it was recognized that this wasn't being. Used for complete one hundred percent nice guy purposes, <laughs> and and then all of a sudden, you know, you did need to have some body step in and handle it. Do you think that Congress would even be capable, not for another decade, competently to handle something like this? I think in ten years, yes, and um, but right now, no. I'd agree with that. Yeah, because yeah. they're always behind. 
Well, I that's feel the way like that the law works. The law is always trying to catch up. Well, I mean, that's just the nature of the law. Right. You know, you're not going to just make laws before things happen, right? Right. Exactly. I mean, so, that's that's specifically why there's a lot of fear over the lack of regulation on AI. Yeah. Because by the time something happens to cause regulation, it's going to be too late. Oh, no. And yeah. Everyone's going to be a computer. <laughs> no, I mean, what? <laughs> only me. <laughs> I will be the only computer here. All right, next. <laughs> All right. Um, I don't think we can say much more on Google Home. Okay, let's let's move on. But yeah, I, I Okay, know. what's more superior? To, to answer your Alexa question you've been Google trying Home. to ask us. I have been trying to ask, uh, yeah. I, I find myself just not being worried because I don't think it's going to end up bad. Worst case scenario, they serve it's you like, a better ad. It, yeah. All, <laughs> that's the real like truth of this. All they're trying to do is just try to get more information about you so that they can make more money off of you. Off they, of you. Basically, and they're just trying to figure out if they're if or if not to send you a, a link to InfoWars. Basically. Only, what it really means is whether or not you're okay with losing privacy because that's what's happening is that we're slowly having our privacy eroded away. Yeah, but it's a nice neutral big corporation, not your neighbor. Like I that's the privacy I care about. <laughs> my neighbor, you know, when they see me walking around in my underwear at midnight, it's like that's the, but Google it's fine. Google, I, they, we're never, one amongst <laughs> billions of numbers. They don't care. Anonymous. There's, there's one there's of the a, millions of people walking around in my underwear at midnight. There's privacy in a crowd regardless of whether or not everyone can see your face. I mean, that's hey, Osama bin Laden was hiding in plain sight, boys. You're right. Except you know? if he had a Google Home. <laughs> um okay well didn't you say something about the boosted rev yeah but we'll, we'll get to that that's hey, like i got the question okay Rand, what's your opinion on the pint orders being delayed uh, once again wait <laughs> ah, <laughs> okay. speaking about electric we i wanted bangs. to talk about youtube copyright before we'll get that, to that. But, oh, okay. I mean, okay talk about pint let's okay. talk what's about pint okay so uh future motion the company who makes the one wheel, which is pretty much one of our most favorite things ever, at least it is for me. Uh, they have their next gen model, which is basically a simplified version. It's uh, smaller, cheaper, and coming out uh, negative one to- month from now. <laughs> <laughs> Just perpetually. <laughs> yeah, it was supposed to come out, uh, I forget, like in April and then into May, and they've just been slowly delaying it later and later. And honestly, I it's one of those things that I think it's whatever it takes because they are one of the few companies that are designing and building 100% of their products here in the United States. Mm-hmm. And, it, yeah, there's a lot of problems that come with that. They can't just, like, oh, just send it to the Army to make a whole new PCB board and just have it all printed out. Give me a million orders by next Tuesday. Like, the Army? Yeah, you know, just Chinese Army. Oh, the Chinese Army. <laughs> a like, Chinese you, Army. You, yeah, like when you're when you're – Manufacturing in China, that's the you get a lot of those advantages, and most uh, companies manufacture in China because of that. But One Wheel uh, or Future Motion, they make all of their devices here in Sacramento. No, not Sacramento, San Jose. San Jose. They design them in Santa Cruz. Mm. That's their headquarters, and but their actual factories in uh, San Jose. So it's all manufactured here, and I imagine they're going through some quality control issues where it's like their their design has been final for quite some time. Mm-hmm. They've been building it. And they've been trying to get it to work, but every now and then they might find like maybe this one screw. They're having a problem with like one out of every ten screws breaks after two hundred miles, mm-hmm. and that's terrible because that means, all right, they ship out all their um, their units. They they sold you know ten thousand units, uh, and now every single like ten percent of those ten thousand units are going to have to come back, and they're going to have to fix, and they have to pay for all that through their own warranty program. 
So you're telling me that in the state of California, they're experiencing delays from manufacturing? Is that brought on by their product or by the state regulations? I was thinking mostly just from their product. Oh, okay. Uh, like that's just the natural uh, way of making a product. You, you right. have to like find out all the edge cases or as many edge cases as you can of problems and things that can go wrong and then help mitigate them before you actually ship your product. We should hire, uh, we should ask them to hire us as the edge boys. <laughs> yeah. Send us a bunch of pints that uh, we can figure out what's wrong with them. And there's we Jack. Have tried. <laughs> Yeah, the thing is though, like for everybody that ordered one, like they were all given shipping ex- like estimates, and then like literally up until that day, it says that day, and then once you hit that day, it just bump, bumps forward two weeks, and you're like, oh. But here's the thing: the exact same thing happened with the XR. The exact same thing happened with the Plus. I'm going backwards in time through their model version history, and uh-huh. the exact same thing happened with the V1, yeah. which was their Kickstarter model. So I guess they need to estimate their dates with a little more buffer. Always under-promise and over-deliver. Try not to over-promise and under-deliver. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so how long is it going to be? Oh, I have no idea. No I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't pre-order one. I have no need for one because I have an XR. Yeah, because we're cool. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, the only reason why I'd like to have a pint is so that I can go on an airplane with it. Yeah. Okay, well, along those lines, guess who else is trying to make moves? Boosted. Wow. Yeah, they announced... You didn't let me guess. <laughs> guess who else is trying to make moves? So this is actually... I know who it is now. A bit of a... <laughs> they, they, wait, Scooters are me... for bitches. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't finish the, introducing the topic. Basically, Sorry, my bad, Boosted my bad. is making an electric... <laughs> Sorry, uh, I an electric <laughs> scooter called the Boosted Rev. Um, it's going ha- to have a 1,500-watt power. It's going to have 22 miles of possible range. Wow. It's going to go up to a top speed of 24 miles an hour, and it costs $1,600. What do you guys think of this? So- I think it's a missed opportunity to call it scooted. <laughs> it is. It totally is. It, Actually, that looks like a pretty solid scooter, especially will, compared to these other ones we've been using that have, I mean, that have all first broken. Off, let, me, let me preface this really quick. The reason I said scooters are for bitches is because <laughs> uh we've been working with some guys who made what we thought to be really good scooters you know all right and we we we, we had a couple um i mean yeah models of theirs they were great they, and they, they were go, great they, and, they work and then they eventually completely they fall apart within basically about three to four months of actual real life use um so there's that whole element and then there's yeah, we the have other four and now we only really have one basically one yeah, yeah we, no, we, no, we started with four, five, yeah, five, five. We started with five, and now there's one that's still functioning. Oh, yeah, no, it, we started with five, but the first one malfunctioned pretty much right away, right away like right within away. the first, like, it's, two days. Yeah, exactly, and and we got them in November of last year, so it's been about, like, eight months. Um, so, either way, um, so there's that, and then but I, I just had an emotional reaction. Every time I see a scooter, I just think about the piles and piles of jumps and birds and limes that I see around our studio here. They just pile up like like dust, like like sand, you know that <laughs> that dirt that just gathers on the side of the curb, and so I'm just like there. There's Ugh. a malicious side to me that really wants to just steal those scooters, disassemble them, harvest their batteries, and use the batteries for something else. I, we should do that. Yeah. Let's put on like black <laughs> bandit masks that that cover our 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 faces. Wait, stop recording. Stop recording. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're just, Anyways. we're not actually, we don't have the mens rea guys. Anyways. We don't have the evil mind. We're just talking about it. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's just one of those <laughs> so thoughts that I like crime. to entertain in my head. Is like, look at this 
pile of six scooters here. No one would say a word if I just pulled up in my car and put them all in my car and went you're home right. and well, just took them just all apart. charging them. This is what I was yeah. talking to Jake about. You just get out an angle grinder, you cut them in like, half, you was, pull the batteries out. <laughs> I, I'm like, I was talking to Jake about this, Scrap which is the like, metal. legally, yeah. legally, if you put your scooter on the sidewalk and just leave it there forever, you know, without the expectation of coming back to re- retrieve it, you know, can someone yeah, else now take it? Do you forfeit ownership? You of abandon it. it, yeah. If that's your expectation, but you have to. The problem is proving that that's someone's expectation. Mm. Yeah, exactly. So it, it, but it, 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 that is true. If if I park that scooter out there, after a certain period of time, it could be considered abandoned because no other reasonable person would leave it out there expecting to get it back. Exactly. The only happens. It only. I guess the only thing working against that are the 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 people who come and pick them up but it's not even the same person necessarily right. you don't necessarily get the same scooter twice if you if you do you know uh make your living charging them but no one expects that those scooters are intended to be abandoned that's the yeah. problem yeah so exactly it would be pretty <clears throat> obvious that this is just pure larceny at but this point to, to go back to the boosted rev it's a very different product because those scooters that you see out in the streets are like three to four hundred dollars a piece mm-hmm. and they usually break after about a month that's how long they last typically so those really? companies month 29 days. But how long do you need to operate one of those to even make your money back on one of them? More than 29 days. Yeah. Ooh. It's something like twice that. Really? A little bit. So they're they're, making, they're, like, they're, they're bleeding money they're like crazy right now. Problem, right? And they're, they're in that problem where it's like no one can raise their prices because they're just hoping to outlast the competition. And it's, it's a big problem internally for all of them. So they're all trying to design their own scooters that can actually last significantly longer wow. so that they can actually like stay in the game. But so, so Sorry. I, I just want to clarify. Yeah. So all the scooter companies right now all have really low prices which are setting this expectation of people to be able to travel for this amount of money but then once they outlast their competition everything's going to just rocket up in price that's what they're waiting for i'm not even kidding that's like legitimately what's happening it's either that or they're going to go out of business it's actually more than likely going to end up becoming a bit of a monopoly in certain cities and yeah the prices are going to go up you can never expect the prices for this to ever go down now yeah exactly well i was just doing rough math there uh basically uh, if that is the shelf life of them, which makes total sense considering our own experience here, that means each one needs <clears throat> roughly uh, an average of about uh, three and a half trips per day, and each trip being about a uh, like a, what is it? I, I a three dollar to no four dollar trip. Used that much. I a mean, lot of them do get used, but the problem is that the people who are using them because they don't own them and they see it as like this weird like anonymous. Thing. Oh my god! Actually, they my math is super wrong. They the hell right. out of them. So they're oh like that was something the companies didn't anticipate was that just the level of abuse that these things would get beyond just average use because they were just factoring in. All right, a person god gets on, rides down the street, leaves it, <laughs> and when you do that enough times, eventually they break. But they don't take into account the fact that <laughs> that was a fun ride. <laughs> oh my god! Let's wait. go off the sidewalk with them. Yeah, you know stuff like that. Yeah, but okay. So by to, the way, my numbers are wait. wrong. It actually averages out to more about like eight or nine yeah, rides say, per day three, that's because, because, because I, it's eight or nine 10 minute rides basically mm. and like we've we've gone on mega scooter trips together that are longer than 10 minutes for sure but if you're actually using a scooter to get to a destination you're probably not going to pick a place that's more than like a 10 minute scooter ride <laughs> yeah. away, away anyways. those are not getting used eight times a day at that at that time i it's it's hard to say i don't know I don't because there's, so, there's many, so many. There's so many. There's so many. You're always seeing people on them. Like people do ride yeah, them. But a there's lot. always way more parked than there are. That's very true. Right. Yeah. So it's it's hard for me to have any. There's sort more of still gauge than on moving. that. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> what were you getting to with all this? Well, okay. So the boosted rev is 
kind of like a weird answer to that because it's uh, you can actually go out and buy those scooters uh, to begin with. But the problem is that they're not that good in general. They're they're eh. like they work. Like if you, if you've never ridden an electric scooter before or have one, like they're they're pretty fun. They're great. And the boosted rev is the, like is basically boosted's answer to like all right. Let's say you want to you, you you're not comfortable riding a skateboard, and you are comfortable with riding a scooter, but you want actual power you want an actual vehicle that's why i've always argued that the even though the one wheel is expensive it's a vehicle like we've put thousands of miles on these things and like i think it's worth every penny so if someone else feels similarly with the scooter like here's a scooter that can go 20 miles and will easily hit 24 miles an hour which is by the way stupid fast that's Kill yourself fast. Yeah, that's like if you hit a bump and you go down, you are looking at serious <clears throat> you wear injuries. A helmet. Absolutely. Yeah, these are helmet scooters. Um, now, it looks like these are the answer for people for people who want a good scooter. Yes, it is. It looks like, but the problem goes back to the fact that it is sixteen hundred dollars. Yeah, sixteen hundred dollars is a lot for a it's, scooter. It's a, it's a lot of money. That's more than the one wheels were when mm-hmm. everyone was complaining about how how expensive the one wheels. That's more than were. the the the, uh, uh, the super seventy three bikes that we have, which are yeah. like. Yeah, full on yeah. like electric mini bikes. Full on electric mini yeah. bikes. Yeah, but you can't put this in your trunk. Sorry, you can't put a, a electric bike in your trunk unless True. it's like one of those fold up ones. Yeah. So I don't know. At the end of the day, I'm just really excited because everyone has these different ideas for what they think will work, and they make them. And now you have all these companies making those things, and we're slowly over the course of time realizing and figuring out what works versus what's forty six pounds. 46, oh 46 pounds. Oh my god. <laughs> that's almost that's twice lot. the weight of a one right, wheel. Right. Yeah. I'm oh that's, that's two of the big boys at the gym. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to pitch that you around. the next electric vehicle trend. Okay, yes, all right? this is what, all right? okay, yeah. So every, if this is the answer. It's not a one wheel. It's not a scooter. It's not a Super 73 bike. It's a backpack with a giant battery in it <laughs> that has cables running to your hands and feet. Which have wheels, wheel gloves, <laughs> wheel gloves, wheel shoes, all four limbs on the ground. <laughs> and you drive around like a human truck. <laughs> and that is the future. And it's small enough to, you can just drive, a, get, get onto a flight. You can drive, there's no, you don't have like an extra vehicle because you are the vehicle. I want to make that, Sam. I now really want to make that. Yeah, that's great. Oh my God. That's like. <laughs> Or battery-powered yeah. Heelys, one or the other. Or battery-powered Heelys. We, we kind of have those already. They're sitting in a drawer. We never That's use them. That's actually really true. They're really bad. There's actually that video, by the way, <laughs> where you guys have the quote-unquote battery-powered Heelys. Jake rides down the middle of Hunter Street on the smooth part, and he turns to the camera and says, we call this the Hunter Superhighway. And that has forever stuck with me. Every time I ride my one wheel down it, I hear Jake's <laughs> voice echo, it's the super highway in my head every time. That concrete section. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I, I always ride on that too. That it's is the super bit, highway. Yeah. That's the only smooth part you're going to see around these parts. You know, mm. I used to be a huge proponent for bird and I guess everything else is the same thing. Oh, there's those Heelys, those electric yeah, Heelys. <laughs> and they're, they are fun. They're, they're the exact same. Like you can break dance on them. They're the same. Actually, I would argue they are more fun than the hoverboard craze that we had three years ago. But yeah. like. It you you can only really ride them in a in a situation where you have like perfectly smooth concrete. Like our studio yeah, here is a right. great place to ride these. And the problem is that the novelty wears off after about ten minutes. You're like, okay, that was fun. Yeah. And at the end. <laughs> yep. There's a one wheel or any or a scooter or something. It's like it's 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 fun, but it's also like it's a vehicle. It takes you from point A to point yeah. B. It's meant to get you places. You can climb these things mountain. are just toys. So if you could design any electric personal vehicle. Right. Okay. That's actually feasible with today's technology. 
and it can't be the one wheel. Well, okay. What would you design? What would it be? It's an easy answer for that one. Dude, I, I, a backpack quadcopter. Like, <laughs> you just have these arms that just pop out like... Whoosh, it like, beheads <laughs> everyone in a 10 foot radius, <laughs> but gives you flight. It's a trade off. <laughs> so you can just fly away from the cops. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I'm, I'm, the way I see it, the one wheel is kind of like the ultimate vehicle for life for me because it's yeah. like fundamentally, there's not much that's going to change between now and years also, from now. Also, it's going to get a little nice lighter. It's going to get more down, range. Though? It's going to get more power. No. Because well, the, the thing about riding a one wheel is that it, it's, it's so fluid. You feel like unicycle. You, it, Electric unicycle. That is what it, I mean, that's those what, exist that's right what, now, too. Basically, that's what Jake's talking about. He just wants a one wheel with an ex, an extendable, like, telescoping seat, basically. No, they have those right now. They are, they are that's the main competition to a one wheel. It's, it's like basically really? a one wheel, but the it's, it's, it's taller and skinnier, and it goes between your legs like Gizmo Duck. And some of them have seats that you can sit down on. And, These yeah, things. Yeah, those things. They have oh, bigger that, ones. That, oh, but that's that's what future motorcycles have. Been, we've been dreaming of them forever. You know, the futuristic motorcycle. That's What's like, that guy? That guy. Like yeah, there we go. That. That's they look really silly. I mean, that one's actually pretty cool. Whoa, 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 whoa! That's buyable. You can buy that. How much Super is that? ride. How much is that? Fifteen hundred bucks, that, guys. That looks so sick. The actually, thing is, the thing is, is it's not as portable as the one like, no, when you were riding. Exactly. That's the problem with that. <gasps> yeah. See, it, that's what I'm saying. It's like these things. Are, you, you're oh my god! Look just oh my like god! A, you're gonna look like I'm an a, idiot. Dude, is there a thing. video of someone crashing this? I would love to see that. The j- <laughs> <laughs> like, like how, how sad would this video be if someone eating it on People one of those? People really underestimate. The the skill needed to balance on a one wheel device like this because you can't like lean forward too much. Right. And yeah. these things, those ones that you sit on like that, are meant to go faster. So the stakes are raised pretty heavily. So now you're going thirty, maybe forty miles an hour, which is that's the speed where if you crash, you actually die. This is like some like Gizmo Duck shit right here. Yeah. I mean the uh, problem the problem with all this is the is the frame integrity. You, you can't come up with a device that's like allows you to sit like a motorcycle or like a like a unicycle that's why without I, having a steel frame. That's why I, f- I believe so much in the one wheel because the frame is your knees. Right. Yeah. The frame is like your body, and you use your knees to kind of. But like, you have to stand the whole time. That's okay. That's Standing's okay. Not that big it's of a totally deal. okay. But you get bonky toe. Well, then, well that's, you'll get bonky tail when you're going hard. And if you're going hard, it's a good okay. ride. <laughs> no, this is not what you should be doing. Oh, oh there see, we go. Ow. That's a good oh, one. Yeah. Rock? No, it was, <laughs> it was probably just one of those things where, like, hey, he's got his his demon was... armor on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah. I mean, I used to love Bird, but I kind of feel like, oh, wow, I didn't know that the public sidewalk was a place where I could store the things for my business. Yeah, maybe yeah. I could just put yeah. this couch out here with the uh, the assumption <laughs> that no one should be taking this. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, the sidewalk's fair game. I'll just put all this shit I got to well, That's store what I was there. saying uh, yesterday about how that's what face that's Facebook's, that's like all every tech company ever, that's their MO. Yeah. It's like, well, this thing, um, they'll agree, they'll be like, oh, well, um, you know, we think that... Uh, you know, you should do this and do that, and that all these things should happen. And there should be public uh, everything, and then they'll be like, "Wait, is that public? Oh, let's put our own shit on there and well, then monetize it." This is an interesting <laughs> you know? thing that yeah. uh, I was thinking about too, which is, well, once again, it gets into the whole YouTube copyright thing, which seems to be a topic on every single podcast. But at the same time, it seems like there's something new to talk about every week on it on this topic. Are we moving um, into this next like, topic? Christian, can I see that bail? You're doing a natty transition right now. We're doing a natty transition right now. 
But like, the, it's no the, longer natty. The one thing that I found interesting was an article. This is it's not the most recent one. I think this is about two three weeks ago. But basically, uh, I believe it was like Genius, the the music lyric kind of website. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> sorry, uh, 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 we're watching a we're, we're watching people uh, fall on wheel devices. Well, is that is that even story. being streamed? To, uh, I don't know. Sam, go on with the story. Yeah, sure. All right. So, uh, so basically, um, this that website genius basically makes uh, lyrics or publishes and posts lyrics for certain videos. And basically, uh, um, just like anyone else who is a, effectively a content creator, basically, uh, uh, Google, in its quest for the to be the ultimate hub uh, for information, mm-hmm. you know, uh, when you search for song lyrics, they'll sometimes auto draw the best you know information mm-hmm. and so they started drawing their lyrics from genius but the things that you know like these websites have to support themselves still through ad revenue mm-hmm. and so by stealing the click away from the site they're stealing the the site's revenue so they're you know it's it defeats the whole business oh, model dang, they're saying yeah. google's stealing it yeah basically and and the way they found that out is because it was they started using like coded most morse code through like commas and periods put it they they inserted it into their uh, the lyrics mm-hmm. and the ones that were auto and despite Google denying it originally that it was being pulled from their website, if you look at it, uh, the, the the commas and periods actually ended up uh, it being identical. It being identical, which is this Morse code they put in there, which was literally read, read a secret message that basically states, "Yo, you're stealing our shit." Okay, wow. but before we can or, even say that, before they can see, even see, say it, they're the, stealing- the Morse code spells red handed. Basically, right. and, and, and okay. so, so and so, yeah. I, I thought it was. So I thought it was really cool. That spells it was really red-handed, cool. and then they saw if Google would copy that for their lyrics generation. Yeah, and it did. Mm-hmm. Meaning that Google was just sourcing it from the site, which is they're just using bots to do that. Now, yeah, here's the problem. So genius with that, goes though, through the work is of genius is monetizing, right? Mm-hmm. Are they not? Is just genius make money as a site? Yeah, ads on sure. their site. Sure. So they're monetizing literary work. That's already copywritten. Well, sure, but in the sense that, like, what they're doing is they're taking something that's not publicly available. Uh, as far like the lyrics are not officially published for a lot of these songs, and so they go through. And right, they but listen the ly- to them. The- they listen to them. They talk to the artist. Yeah, they figure out what exactly is is being said, and then they transcribe that. But the lyrics themselves are well, a literary. Yeah, but they're not they're not work. charging for the lyrics themselves. They're just like they're just running ads on a website that you visit. Right, but that's still And that's why they're angry because so, but, but, but what's, your, what's your point? My Jake, point though? is that all the musicians could argue that they're monetizing their literary work by Who, Google? Genius. Oh, and then but therefore Google. And then Google as well, yeah. So you're saying two people. So I'm saying it's two like, people can be angry cla- at Google, not yeah, just one. They're, no, they're <laughs> they're claiming the genius is claiming that, two that wrongs, Google make is right. stealing their stuff. But Musicians could claim also that Genius is stealing their stuff, even if they are doing well, what here's would the be thing considered here, a public service. Yes, but the other thing is is that most a lot a lot of artists are working directly with Genius. So that's to different. Post that's different lyrics. If you can get uh, yeah, if you can have that in place with different labels where Genius will post your lyrics and you'll make sure Genius will make sure that they're correct and accurate. Yeah, and have, that's, and they're not just pulling it from every artist under the sun. That's, that's different. That and that's that's what's okay. happening. Okay, so that is that is yeah. Then they would actually have a claim for against Google. Exactly, but I just find it's this is what I'm talking about earlier. What, what I mentioned earlier, which is this idea of like like the value of data and information right now, yeah. which is like because because like 
Google and Facebook, you know, and these data hungry companies are so just like, they're, yeah, they're, they're like ravenous for information to the point where they're going to, they're willing to break every rule. You know, it's, it's the whole, uh, 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 ask for forgiveness rather than permission. You know, that's, that is like the, this is the, the set, method this of is operation. the MO of, of tech, but it, it's question is, has this been the MO of America all along? And yeah. And why are we it's complaining about humanity. it? It's the MO of humanity. <clears throat> it is the MO of humanity. It is. And so, man, see, we, we use the, like, we use the MO. We're like, Hey, let's go shoot wherever we want. We'll film a video here. And if someone stops us, we'll say, oh, we'll sorry. Come back when you're not here. Oops. Do you yeah. want us to leave? <laughs> Oops, I so did this it again. Is, this, this, is, this, is the, this is the epitome of of the problem, the human condition, guys. Yeah, man. This is that song, there's people taking stuff from other people. Take a leap. And eventually... Take a leap. An event, and it's okay, Sometime. or maybe it's not, until you're forced by more people than you can fight off to <laughs> agree with them. So how yeah. is it getting better for... <laughs> Swatting. Swat. It's more swatting than fighting so, off. So how's it getting better for creators like us, Jake? Thank how's, you, Ren. I thought you'd YouTube never doing ask. things to help... <sighs> You see, due to ongoing uh, abuse of the current YouTube copyright protection system, Ooh. YouTube announced this week that it will now require those people and organizations those manually people. filing copyright claims to provide exact timestamps for the parts of videos they're reporting. Now, repeated failure to provide accurate manual timestamps will revoke a user's access to create manual claims. Um, creators will then be able to use the in-studio editing tools to either edit out, mute, or dispute a claim. Now, this is important to us personally as well as to many other creators out there. Um, one example that I've talked to people about in the past has been our Darth Santa video. Now, we had our friend Casey create uh, an audio work for that from scratch mm -hmm. where the first uh, bit of the song used goes da 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 Dun, 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 dun. And that was enough. <laughs> that that even right though there, the last bit that you did isn't is part of the it, Imperial is March. Not it. That was enough for whoever owns that song, Warner, Warner. which are down the street now. Yeah, maybe oh, you yeah. go throw a rock there. No, 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 eggs, eggs. So that was enough for Warner Music Group to claim <laughs> monetization on that video. Now, when I submitted my fair use dispute. They just simply knowing the knowing how the YouTube copyright system works, they just said, "No, nah, we think it's ours." And then if I was to dispute that again, now we take a copyright. So the way that this currently works is if you submit a fair use dispute, and then the party that thinks that they still have a right says, "No, it's still ours." And then you come back and you decide to rebuttal and move forward, you get a copyright strike against you right away. And that only gets removed when they finally release their claim or a court decides that it's okay. So it's like bail. Jeez. It's like you're you're not guilty yet, but you came to the uh affid or is it an affidavit? No. It's uh <laughs> what's it called when you when you go to plead? I don't know, you're the lawyer. Yeah, I know, right? I'm <laughs> yeah. blanking on it right now. Why are you asking me? Um, when you yeah, it's like you have to pay the bail and then when you are found not guilty, you get the bail back. Gotcha. But you don't they don't just let you out and then make you pay later. Yeah. You know, but you, know? Just, you know, it's just like it comes down to just like it's like what what what's what are you going to do? 
What are you going to do? Like, this is well, a problem that it's, everyone faces so the, this No, problem. but this is, YouTube's trying to address it. That's what so I'm saying. How, this is I, I what we're going to do. Yeah. YouTube, YouTube is now allowing creators to uh, address that timestamp, and they can either, like, so, for example, on Darth Santa, we can go in and we can mute the first four seconds. Yes. And then just say, guess what, guys? We muted out the section that you were claiming for the entire video. Now the monetization is ours. Yeah. So this is going to help creators at the end of the day. Yes. But like to preface that, it they now actually require anyone claiming anything to specify specifically which seconds yeah, they want to claim. Because it got rampant. So like where they're like, oh no, we think it's ours. Like now, if we were to file file this, or do that again, mm-hmm. they wouldn't be able to be like, oh yeah, no, we we still think it's ours. They'd have to be like, oh actually, yeah, uh, from seconds two to nine, uh, our 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 works. And you're like, okay, we muted it. Yeah. Oh oh um. Oops, exactly. guess we can't can't monetize no, this that, video anymore. That's why that's going to be better. It's awesome. Because they, the, the pro, and this was a, directly a result of people saying, hey, these music, and this is all because of the music industry, because the music industry yeah, is the, like, yeah, well, this is why we haven't reacted to music videos. Exactly, because we tried one time. The Michael Jackson And thing. we uploaded it, and then they claimed that video. The entire video. Yeah, they claimed the entire video. They claimed, we, we uploaded 35 seconds non-audio. Of just the transitional effect that morph they, se- the, yeah, morph the morph, sequ- effect, the morph yeah. sequence that they use in that video, mm-hmm. and then uh, the video is fourteen <clears throat> minutes long, and they claimed the entire video. Mm-hmm. Um, is it still claimed? Yes, it's yeah. still claimed. So I we, submitted a fair use dispute. How and many they said, views and they does said, that video have? And like they said, no, it's can, still can, ours. Can you edit it out? The edits. The, now we can. Use, use now the, can. Now the we YouTube can. editor. Now, I mean, you could have before just edited out the entire segment, but they could have still claimed it. Like the claim was already put on it. You know, oh, so weird. now now this now this requires Good. you to put a timestamp on it. Yeah. Good, and so it actually is going to help out a lot because yes. things got really really rampant from the music industry. They I, were they were I trying agree. to monetize. And claim everything exactly. And this is really good for all creators yeah. on YouTube right and, now. This is this just, is a really good. It just boggles my mind. Like how I'm just going to go off about the music industry for two <laughs> seconds here. <laughs> Please okay? do. This is just so symptomatic of that entire industry. Like where they, for example. Um, we were we tried to work with this guy to write a couple of songs for the corridor crew and his label found out about it and they said you can't do that unless we monetize the videos those are our videos now and it's like well we what we wanted to do here's a simple solution we like the videos that's where we live that's our bread and butter so let why don't we do this why don't we create a bunch of songs with this guy we'll post them on audio only platforms and you can have way more monetization there and we'll push to it we'll push to spotify we'll push to apple music we'll push to wherever wherever you can get a check from we'll do that okay and you can have fit we can go 50 50 on there okay and we'll do all the promotion and you just help us work together to write this stuff Mm -hmm. and they were like no if we don't get monetization of that video it's not going to happen on the videos. Yeah, on the videos. Right. So and so, there's just so there's so no, like give us a cut of your videos. Yeah, they're so, so they're so static, and they've always had they always have been, which is exactly what led to the original downfall of like the CD industry. Yeah, which is what led to digital downloads, which is what led to like people our age when the at the dawn of that happening being so rampant about not giving the music industry a dollar. Right, it was like, no, screw the music industry. They've taken money from us for years. Da 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 da. But yeah, it's like it's all these people who don't actually make the product. They're just in between you and the product, right? Trying to constantly justify their just position. Like wedge in, wedge in. Wait, yeah. so did they wedge find in. out about the guy? Yeah, did, that was a thing that happened because I know we were trying to not let them find out. 
That's why well, we, the, weren't, uh, we weren't actively trying to no, not let them like, find out no, either. But by, we, we I mean, just, like, we, we didn't mention anything about him, so... And then he was like, yeah, I should talk to... But then his manager found mm. out, you know, and his, okay. and his manager so checked in with the label, and then the label was like, no, because this is how they... They have to do everything like this. They can't... You can't just make a song. It's not... It doesn't work yeah. that way. I feel like I feel like you can you can chart, like, the, uh, the progress of any industry on, like, a simple scale of, like... At, at, at the beginning how hard you work to like create things and like achieve things and create unique and progressive ideas and you know innovate and then the scale at the halfway point starts to turn into like all right, all right instead of like how do i do this how, how do i how do i start burning down everything else around me you know how, <laughs> right, right. how do i how do i instead <clears throat> yeah. of creating do i start destroying, destroying competition to, for profit yeah. you know and, and, and like right. the music is in, is is that is that it's it's basically it's smack in the other end of that that, that right. meter there where it's just like it's in full like just scorched earth policy at this point. So just to bring it back to a point we previously talked about, hasn't this has isn't this always isn't wow I can't even speak. <laughs> this brings us back isn't to the point we always talking about. <laughs> isn't this always? <laughs> God damn it! Hasn't this? Isn't this how it's always been, boys? <laughs> and there's two snake in my boots. There's a snake in my boots. Isn't this how it's always been? Are yeah, you the man. snake or are you the boot? <laughs> or are you the big toe? Exactly. I think we need to leave it at that. Yeah. Boy, it's warm and humid in here. <laughs> I right. went out there for a brief moment because they're going to try to fix our internet finally. Whew, it's like walking into a pillow when you walk into here because the air is so thick. Nico, at least you can put a sentence together. Well, just I'm give me a few rubbles. He's, he's suffering from literal heat stroke. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still think this feels better than doing the VFX react on that couch. That you couch really think so? This heat is uniform. I'm, I'm just like uniformly warm, and I don't really sweat too much, so it's not too bad. Whereas on that couch, it's a, that like fake leather couch yeah, that doesn't like breathe. That so I, I feel fine everywhere else, and then I stand up, and my entire backside from my neck if, to my toes are just soaking wet. What if we got those gaming chairs that have fans built into the seats? We have the blow jab. We, we do have the blow, but jab. we only have two. I mean, it looks like we're sharing. <laughs> Christian, this is where you just slowly turn down the volume. Oh boy! Until we fade Bye, everybody. Please consider subscribing to the Cordercast YouTube channel. It's been good. It's been good. It's always good seeing you guys here, seeing yes. the comments. So, uh, yeah, get subscribe. Leave Probably getting pretty quiet tomorrow? now, but tomorrow, maybe yeah. Saturday. Dude, one day turn around. That's mm. right. Goodbye, everybody. Toodles.